to our beautiful deep community, I want to assure you the deeper is going nowhere and the same incredible content will be released every week, but now through Arise. It is going to be less trauma heavy and more inspirational, uplifting, but it will still challenge and push you to grow. For all your deeper episodes, they are still available every fortnight. You can still get your deep hit with the deeper subscription. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. At the moment, maybe two to three a week. Um, that's if I'm not doing multiple girls at once. I prefer to do one day a week with multiple girls. Actually, no, it's hard doing that. This is the problem is because you want calm in every scene. Welcome to The Deep. I'm Zoe Marshall. In my early 20s, a lot of traumatic things happened. And ever since then, I have had this fascination with people and their stories. This is The Deep. Today, I get to speak to Mr. Iconic, a.k.a. Chris, who is Australia's most popular male porn star. Now, we've had a lot of sex workers on the deep, but never a male sex worker. So I wanted to know more about Chris. And we cover what it's like to have children while being in the sex industry, the impact on his parents, what it is like when there is real passion away from the scene that you're shooting amongst a million other things. I feel like we could have spoken for hours. He's actually a real sweetheart. Enjoy. Mr. Iconic is with us. Yes. (laughs) Chris. How are you? I am really excited to speak to you because I have been watching you from afar for, I want to say, six months do you want to explain to everybody what you do? I guess the simple way to put it is it's more so a content creator. That's very PC, isn't it? <laughs> That's, yeah, pretty much. Um, it's basically I create content that then I, I sell through a platform. That content uh, involves other creators and the content that we make, it's I'm simplifying it a lot, aren't I? <laughs> oh my god, I love it. You have yes. sex on film. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So me and other creators will obviously say, Listen, I think I'd like to work with you. You've got a great audience, I've got a good audience. Let's go make a video together, having sex. You sell it on your platform and I sell it on mine. We we discuss a price that we agree on a lot of the time. What do you mean a price? Like that you charge? For the video, yeah. So ah. for instance, I have an average between, let's say, $14.99 to $24.99 per, per video. So if you subscribe to my OnlyFans, you'll get access to my feed. And on the feed, I've got, um, you know, content that's exclusive to people that subscribe to it. But then via message, so when I send out, I, I, there's, we have the ability 
um, on the platform to send a message to every single person that mm-hmm. is subscribed or has subscribed to us. How many subscribers? They change. It goes up and down. I'll, you know, you could sit anywhere between, you know, a thousand to two thousand, whatever. It's just hard to put a number, but you know, I'm in the mid one to two thousand range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it varies, you know. Like people will come on, they'll go off, they'll come back on, they'll go back off. Um, you'll get new ones, you'll get people that will go off for a month or two and then they'll resubscribe again. Okay, so these people get the normal kind of feed content and then for 25 bucks, I can see you doing something else. So basically, yeah, on the actual page, I'll release photos, clips, you know, whatever that you can't see anywhere else, you can only see there. And they're obviously X-rated clips. Those clips will or, or pictures, they'll involve either myself, they'll be myself and another creator, um, like another female. Um, and that's what they'll get access to, which is, you know, it's it's pretty much by paying, a, I think when I run a sale, it's about 7 to $8 US. So it's about $10, $12 a month. But for $10, $12 a month, you're getting, you know, access to, to um, content that you're not going to see anywhere else. And then um, when you obviously have the platform, you have an inbox I send out bulk messages to all my subscribers and it pretty much says, hey, um, there's a video and basically the platform allows you to send the video and put a lock on it and they can only unlock that video and watch it if they pay. And then I set a price, so I'll say $14.99 or $19.99 or whatever. I'll put a description and in my case, what I generally do is I like to put a bit of a a bit of a spiel, a bit of a preview, like a like a few pictures mm. of from the scene, and then they can unlock it and watch it. Um, when they unlock it, so then if you're sending it out to let's say five thousand people, you've got to hope that you know I don't know ten percent. You're never going to get all five thousand. A lot of people just log in because they just want to, or they'll subscribe because they're very curious. They don't want to buy the video, but basically what we send out is a full video, like a full porno. That's correct. And that's generally like boy meets girl, oral, oral, yeah. bang, bang, come shot. I mean, I generally like to discuss with my co-stars where they want me to come. If Sometimes the girls really like it on their face because it sells well to their mm. audience. So they're like, please, can you just do it all over my face? Or Because that's what my audience wants. So yeah, mm. I, get, I get asked that a lot, do it on my face, because their audience say, you know, they might have a... a um, a lot of subscribers that write to them and say, hey, listen, when are you going to do a come, come on your face video, you know? And then so that way when you're working with them, you'll, I'll be like, where did you want? And they'll be like, oh, look, please, on my face or all over my tits because everyone wants them on my tits, you know? So it's really individual per co-star what each person Pretty wants much. to do. Is it a weird yeah. thing, though, to know that, like, people are just jerking off to you? Is that like a strange feeling? Not really. I haven't actually really, I don't really give much thought to it, to be honest. I, I just, I mean, I see myself as a, um, a product, if that makes sense. So I was in marketing for a number of years prior to doing what I'm doing now. And I always believed in, you know, the product uh, would be uh, or basically anything, anything they want to sell. I became the product. So basically, I thought, oh, well, I'm just going to go and sell myself in the sense of like, 
I'll become the product that people now want to subscribe. A lot of the, the subscribers I have too, they, they subscribe because they want to see who I'm featuring. And I've got to oh. remember too that the, the, girls, the girls that I'm having sex with, these are not, a lot of them, a majority of the ones I work with are not porn stars. They're not girls that are, you know, easy to find by going into your local, uh, you know, ex, uh, adult shop. These are girls next door. These are girls that go to gym that, you know, that you train next to or that work in the office. Is that your niche, the girls, just the regular girls? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I believed for my, I don't mean, like, I'm, I'm open to working with anyone that's got a network or anyone that's in the industry. So I've worked with porn stars. I've worked with, um, you know, adult workers. It doesn't matter where they're from. If I feel that it's going to work on on video it's it's giving my subscribers more content anyway because not all of my subscribers you know like the girl next door they like the full-blown porn star i mean to be fair though a lot of your girl next doors still look like porn stars like i was going through the cachet and there wasn't many that looked like you know the girls that i see walking down the road you know yeah, I do know. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I guess in this day and age, everyone kind of does the same kind of work to themselves that porn <laughs> or anything do anyway. But the thing is, um, there is a massive difference in terms of when you're dealing with these girls. These, I mean, a lot of these girls are very innocent in the way where they, this is not like, they've never worked in this kind of production. And and what what I do is I sometimes I'll have a, I'll have a videographer um, but majority of the time, it's all on my phone. I'm a photographer myself. See, if you want to know how I started it, it started because I um, was, and I still am, a photographer. And I started to shoot uh, people in the fitness industry. Um, and then also, you know, I wanted fitness, fashion, and lifestyle. Fitness is very seasonal. Um, a lot of people in the fitness industry only compete twice a year. I'm not going to wait twice a year to work. Um, so I, I wanted something that could be more consistent. So then I started to, um, shoot girls in, um, lingerie uh, and nudes because the girls in lingerie, they use the photos for their, and nudes, they use their photos for their waitressing. So if you know how topless waitressing and all that works is you, each girl has their own collage that they're responsible for organizing. I don't, but I'm learning. Yes. Is waitressing, and this is, excuse my ignorance, is waitressing just waitressing or is waitressing a fine line that goes into sex work? Um, waitressing, the, the okay, so if you really want to know, like if you really want to be clear about it, waitressing is really a girl that wears really nice either bikini or lingerie um, and they serve drinks to a group of guys. Now, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's developed or evolved and now they take their top off they, and, and, and that's going to cost a little bit extra. Then they want to take their underwear off. So they're going to go full nude and walk around for the three hours, four hours that they're booked fully naked. That's extra money to pay for that. Now, and now a lot of guys these days, they don't want, they don't want the girl to pour the drink. They just want girls to hang out with. I mean, essentially they're paying for company for a few hot, you know, four hot girls that are all nude. um, And they're all going to walk around for four hours Nude and just just make the guys feel good, and uh-huh. it's it's good because you know it's not like they're trying to just call girls that they know. Hey, come hang out with us. Can you get naked for us? I mean, guys want girls to come over and hang out naked with them, right? I mean, why wouldn't they want that? So instead of having to try and convince 
their friends to come and hang out naked with them. <laughs> they just pay some girls. And, you know, if guys are having a bucks night or if guys earn good money and they all put in together, you know, they pay whatever, a couple of hundred bucks each or whatever, and they can all hang around with some cool girls. And a lot of the time you'll get girls that are really, um, you know, fun to be around. Yeah. Um, they'll, they'll be the life of the party, you know. And okay. then from there, then it extends into the, the darker side, not the darker side, but obviously if if some of these waitresses are also escorts, mm-hmm. then, you know, the guys can say, hey, listen, can you stay another hour and then can I get other services? But that's something that is – that's up to each kind of booking agency. It's – I don't – like it, that in some way can be against the rules or policies of the agency that's booking right. them. Right. Um, okay. so it's not something, it's, it's not something that's condoned, but it can be done. You know, obviously there's people that do it still. But that's how your um, work evolved because you started taking images of these women. Yeah. But so I was taking photos of these girls and then they would tell their friends, oh, you know, he's really good. Cause I'm very professional and a lot of, you know, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of photographers can get, um, have bad reputations for being a bit creepy. Okay. Um, you know, obviously they take the photos of naked girls and they might say suggestive things or they might, um, you know, just act inappropriately. I'm not like that at all. I'm very, I'm, this is my business. I take it very um, seriously. And it's like when I, um, you know, would shoot, I didn't create any kind of physical, emotional, whatever connection. That's I'm working. That's what I do. So what it was was is that I started to go and shoot nudes. And then a lot of the time the girls would, that's when only, I, I actually had a message from OnlyFans when they first started the app um, on an old account I had um, that said, hi, this is my, you know, we're, we're OnlyFans. We'd love to get you on board. This is what we do. So um, I remember it in its infancy. But so these girls started doing that. Um, and when I was there, they're like, can you look, can you help me out? Can you record a, a video for me? And I said, of course, you know, like, oh, you're just like a video of me using a dildo or a video of me and another girl. So then another another one of their friends would come and they'll do like a girl on girl. And then I used to go and do like four girls, five girls in one day. I'd go there for like, you know, um, a few hours and I'd shoot them naked. Then I'd shoot them dildoing in themselves or going down in each other. Um, I didn't film sex scenes. I was just purely just shooting girls and girls on girl, like four girls or whatever. And I heard... When they were speaking, they were always speaking about how lucrative it was. Oh, I earned five grand this week. I earned 10 grand this week. I earned, this month, I made 20 grand. I'm like, wow, I mean, these girls are really doing well. I mean, you, if you sit in the industry for a few years, you can make enough to, you know, set up the next part of your life. Yes. So, um, so I got curious. So I thought to myself, I, so I started an OnlyFans. I actually had an OnlyFans a long time ago, and it was just me. Just me. And myself. so, what do you mean, like, just you? Like, what you Just doing? me naked, holding my cock, you know, just. Yeah. And at this point, you have a, a wife and children. When I first started it, yes, that's correct. And how does that conversation go with your wife that, like, hey, babe, I want to masturbate, um, make some cash? How does that go? Uh, initially, it was a bit like, oh, okay, that's a bit, you know, weird. But you know what? It was starting to trend. Um, and I guess. I I don't know. I, I guess I'm one of those people that I just do what I want to do and I'm going to do it. Was she supportive? Um, at the start, no. Obviously, she was like, oh, no, you're going to be exposed. 
But then when I told her, oh, look, I got this came in, that came in, this money, this money, uh, she was like, right. okay, so this is something, you know, like it's making something. And I, for me, it was more about the lifestyle that I could lead doing it. Um, a lot of girls will do what's called sexting, and they make money that way, which is okay. it's, it's I don't sext people because no one really wants to sext a guy. Um, and I don't really sext with other men. Is that true? Sexting is texting like a sex talk on text. But what yeah. girls do is you they you gotta pay them twenty dollars for ten minutes or you yeah, know, so and, yeah, and what yeah. you do is you try and keep the conversation going. But if you're doing if a girl's doing twenty conversations at once oh on a gosh. laptop, she goes in between each of them. But oh you God. can imagine if you got if you got let's say ten people talking at the same time, paying twenty dollars Per 10 minutes, it's $200 for 10 minutes. So you can understand that if they're sitting there for an hour and a half, yeah, mate, you know, they can make $1,800 in an hour and a half. Sitting at home. And they don't have to get naked. Yeah. In their pajamas. They don't have to get naked. They're in there, you know, at home. And they're making more money than a doctor makes in an hour. It's interesting. You just Mm -hmm. said something Mm -hmm. though um, Mm -hmm. about guys. And I'm, I'm assuming, you know, just to, Everyone can check you out because everyone's going to go on their Instagram right now and look at you. I would say like an Adonis kind of looking guy, big, very muscly, shaved head, (laughs) tanned, European, lots of tattoos, just so they get the idea, right? A bit of a Gold Coast vibe, you know, a bit of a Gold Coast swag about you, gold watches and some bling and all of that. I'm explaining what you look like because not just Mm. women would find you attractive, but men, right? And especially when you're starting out masturbating and doing Mm. nudes of just you, did you Mm -hmm. find that you had quite a big male fan base? Yes. Well, when I I first started, that's all it was. So um, I had a few women on there, Um, you know, maybe like a, I'd say 70% men 30% 30% women, which is not bad. Like, I thought that was pretty good considering that, you know, um, you know, usually why would a girl to pay to want to see me naked? Like, girls generally don't pay. Um, well, some women do, but, like, it's not as common as what a man would pay for a female, you know, to see yeah. her naked. But basically, um, I was hitting a wall. How many, how many times can I, like, how many times can I masturbate on camera? Like, what am I going to do? sit in this lounge, sit on a chair, sit on a bed. Like for me, the only way that I could progress is if I started to do more, uh, you know, acts, gay acts, and, and I'm not gay. So it's, it was hard for me when guys would say, oh, you know, put a dildo in your ass. I'd be like, I don't do that. Like it's not my thing. Like it's, I don't want that to be circulated one day when my kid grows up and, my, and goes, geez, dad, is that what you had to do to get money? And I, I, it's not, I'm not against that. Great. I mean, like, if that's what you like, but that's not mm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, masturbate's okay. Watch me masturbate. The other thing I don't do is I'd have a lot of requests for for other gays to say, can you masturbate and say my name and I'll pay you an extra whatever. And I'd say, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I'm not going to say your name. Because again, and, and nothing against it, but like if my son, for example, in 10 years time comes across me saying, oh, John, oh, John, look, that's, I don't want that to be, out. I don't like, that's not for me. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want that to be out there of me doing that over a man because I'm not gay. And that's why I just want to be very clear because there's other guys that do it and they're like, I feel like, yeah, they do it. They're not gay, 
but they're just doing it for the money. And I have to draw the line of what I want to be remembered as or, or, or remembered about or talked about I have for money. So money is not everything. It's interesting because you have children. Um, yeah. And, I mean, you're aware that they're going to see things because you're already thinking this far ahead. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm proud of anything I do. So mm-hmm. I'm a big advocate for the adult industry. How many kids do you have? Two. Two kids. And yes. still not at a legal age, I'm assuming, to no. be able to access the content. One day, I'm assuming they're going to come across something, you know, whether that's a friend or someone mm. shows them something. How do you feel about that? And what's the conversation going to look like? Oh, um, I guess it's just going to say, look, this is when they understand what it is, um, I'm going to have to say to them, do you like, and and I don't want to be criticized in terms of like, um, well, you could have just gone and done that. But I'll say, did you guys get to eat every day? Did you guys get to enjoy the house that you live in? Did you guys get to get, you know, all the latest Fortnite V Bucks whenever you wanted them. Did you guys did you get to see me as much as I could see you before and after school? I didn't come home late from work. Um, a lot of the time, I'm I'm pretty much when they get home from school, I'll be waking up from a nap. Or did you get me? Did you get to swim with me after after school and hang out with me? Is because I done what I done. The reality is what it comes down to is that I don't want to work for anyone. Mm. I want to work for myself. What if then the kids come to you, you know, late teens, early 20s, and they go, Dad, I just don't want to work for anyone. I want to do what you're doing. Like, look at you. Look at your lifestyle. Look at your money. Look at your choices. Mm-hmm. How do I do mm-hmm. that, Dad? How do I do what you're doing? Um, firstly, I'd find out what, what, as obviously growing up, what their passions are. Um, I'd say, look, you know, are you sure – like, what's your reason why I didn't just do this all my life? It wasn't something that I said when I was 14 years old, I can't wait to be a porn star. I mean, obviously, when you're younger, like, you know, in those teen years, like, oh, my God, imagine what it would be like to be a porn star. Oh, my God, it would be crazy. <laughs> I get to have sex with all these girls. I didn't start off that way. That was very taboo in, in my family as well because, um, you know, my, my the European background and all that. But the, th- the thing is, um, it wasn't something that I intended to do. So... I would probably say, look, you know, um, to my son, you, you know, I know that you love doing this. Why don't you give that a go? It's, it's going to be something that's going to be more sustainable. It's going to be something that's going to be more, you're going to have a, a longer life doing something, and life as in like work life, doing yeah. something like that. What I'm doing is short-lived. It's, it, I mean, I can do it. I'm, I guess there's out porn stars out there that are 60 years old still. I could do it for the next 20 years. Do I want to? I don't know yet. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm planning to, you know, progress to something bigger and better for myself, which could not even be in the industry. I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be more to it than what I'm doing. But you also have hit a massive goal. Like you were crowned, what was the award you won in the industry this year? And you'd only been doing girl scenes since Feb. What did yes, you win? The best male porn star in Australia. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. It was great and it was a big ceremony as well. So when I, I watched there, it. it well, first... I watched your oh, did you bits. I uh, saw the bits and pieces, yeah, yeah through your socials. Yeah. It's huge. 
Huge yeah, achievement. Yeah, they're, they're doing it again um, in May next year. And there's all these categories, heaps and heaps of categories. There's best blowjob, best um, just so many different things. Best brothel, best. Um, really? You've got, yeah, best um, sex shop, best agency. Anything to do with then, sex. Anything. Then you start to go down and then they work up towards the, the bigger categories, which then they'll start going into best. You know, best escort, best stripper, best um, uh, yeah, what else is there? Best yeah, there's so many, and then the porn stars are the ones that like the best porn star. Okay, I want to move on to the breakdown in your relationship, and was that mm. the cause of your work? Um, yes and no. It's just yeah, it's it's always been um, on and off over the years and stuff like that. So it's just yeah, but it was. That that didn't help it. Um, so that yeah, that 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 didn't really help it. But although it's um, something that's accepted now, very well accepted, and in fact, you know, um, I can discuss with my ex um, about anything really. How does that work? Yeah, like with you having the kids together, and then you doing the work you do. She's supportive of that now going forward. Yeah, of course. I mean, at the end of the day, it's something that, you know, is providing for the family still. Uh, she's very supportive in anything I do. She knows that I've always been the type of person that I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, so it's like, I'm going to do it anyway. But um, when she understood, um, I guess, and could see, uh, I guess, how lucrative it was um, and that I, you know, achieved what I achieved, um and the fact that in the industry, it, it accepted me so well. Um, mm. But um, I do get a lot of slack from people. But, you know, it's just, I get it. It's just, it's jealousy. Can we talk about that? Because I've actually heard you sharing that on social media too, about the negative impacts or talk that comes from your work. What What is that? Oh, it's just like a lot of the time, it's actually a lot of people that I think now are actually accepting and understanding that this is, you know, this is, it's business, but this is something that a lot of people are doing. So you can't, it's, it's growing and growing daily. There's new, new girls signing up every day and, you know, wanting to then work with someone or just, just do their own thing. But, um, you just you get a lot of guys, you know, just say, oh, you know, I don't know. They might write stupid things like to you, like, oh, um, I hate you or something like that. Just not, not, I don't get anything bad. Um, mm-hmm. just guys saying you're, oh, you're a flop, whatever. They just, because obviously they're going to see a guy that's having sex with a lot of girls. That's, you know, nice. The girls are nice looking. And obviously I have to, what I have to, um, how I promote myself is my lifestyle. You know, I'm with different girls. I'm, you know, doing scenes and just some guys don't like that. Oh, you're cringe or, you know, I don't like to, I fucking don't want to watch him. But other than that, like, I don't really get that much stuff, but, it just impacts you negatively because, like, the way I see it is this. When I when I go somewhere and someone works out who I am or what I do, it's very hard to be um, – it's 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 not just accepted. So, you know, like, if you want to kind of find someone, at the start, they'll go, oh, that's, that's cool. And then as time progresses, it catches up to them. You know, they'll be like, oh, but you're a porn star. So, you know, you're just fucking doing it to root girls it's like no like it's an actual business but then and then some of them will be spiteful like if you do it then 
I'm okay to go and fuck people. And it's like, I'm doing it for work. Like, you're not understanding. It's, do you know what I mean? Is, are you talking now about girlfriends? Are yeah. Are talking about yeah, relationships? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so are you finding that that can be difficult? Yeah. Look, it's, oh, I have found that it, it, it can have an effect on it. There are some beautiful women out there that accept, you know, whatever, but then, um, whether they're my type or not, you know what I mean? That's, that, well, that's, that's what it comes down to. It's, you know, but there are some out there that, yeah, obviously it has a bit of an impact because the thought of what I'm doing, you know, what are you doing today? Oh, I've got to go and do some content today. Oh, okay. Who with? And I, oh, I'm very open. So I'm very transparent. And I'll say, it's this with this, with this person. And they might look at it and go, oh, shit, she's really nice. And they'll go, oh, okay, so what, again, you're going to go and do content? Yeah, we're going to go and do some sex scenes. We're going to be there for three, four hours having sex. Like, it's thinking about your partner for two, three hours with someone, it's not a, it's, it's a pretty hard pill to swallow. And I completely understand that. But I'm not, I'm not presenting it after I meet someone. It's there before they meet me. They know what I do. Um, I can't exactly say it on social media because I'll shut you down. But you can see that in my bio, you can see that there's the link and it says top zero. And once you hit the link, then it, then you know what, yeah, you, you know what it is. Well, you're going to go, okay, Twitter, what's Twitter? Let me hit that Twitter. Twitter opens <laughs> up on your phone, even if you don't have an app, you know, and then boom, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Now we, know, we understand what he does now. You know? And is that like for your family or anyone that say is more conservative and they do want to find out about you and they hit that link and it's like, boom, you know, there's your penis. Is that a weird thing? Mm, yeah. I mean, like, no, I'm, I mean, not for me. I mean, it is in general, it would be, but I don't mind. Like, that's their choice. It's yeah. like walking into me while I'm having a shower, you know, like, oh, what are you doing? But it's more <laughs> about what I'm doing. It's more about what I'm yeah. doing with my penis. It's more yeah. about what I'm doing with my penis. Do you talk to your mum about that? Did you go, hey, mum, no. we're moving on. No. I'm evolving in my career. Mm. She found out. I mean, I told her, she said, oh, how's, you know, work? And I said, look, I'm starting to do, you know, more of this. And she said, what is that? And I said, well, I get naked on camera. She goes, oh, why would you do that? That's not nice. You know, people see you naked. What are you doing? And that was at the start. And then I said to her, mum, I'm going to tell you I'm, I'm now having sex with, with girls on camera. And she's like, oh, no, what's happened to you? What is going on? And then it's when she heard it from someone that I think it hit home for her. Because that's when she rang me. She goes, what are you putting up? What are you doing out there? And I said, I told you, I'm having sex with girls. She goes, you mean actual sex with girls? Go, I don't know what else you think it is. It's sex with girls. She, she goes, I thought you mean the, the girls doing sex, you're recording. No, I said, mom, I'm doing it. And then I won the award. I go, mom, I won Porn Star of the Year. Huh? Porn Star? What the f-? And um, I've been raised, my father was very, always had porn when I was younger. So I grew up. With you know a box of porn in the in the corner hidden that I used to sneak into and watch and then put it back. Uh, my dad had it stopped at certain points, so he would know if it been watched. So I had to remember the minute because it was on a VCR and stuff, you know. Yeah. So I had to go and watch the scene and then rewind it all the way back to where I thought he left it at and stop it right there. Oh, great! It was it's crazy, but the thing is, I was exposed to porn at such a young age, um, you know, like twelve, I think maybe, because mm. it was. Obviously, Around. growing up, and I had, 
it was around, you know. It, you know, that's it so is obviously your mum knew that your dad watched it too, right? If it's just in the house, of course, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. So then, is she? What was her perception of sex work? Oh, I mean, she's very religious. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's very religious. Yeah, my dad's an entertainer, so he's always been in the um social scene, but so, not you know, sexual entertainer, not no, sex entertainer, no. just just, just, just a not... viewer of it. Yeah, 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 got it. It's a so, viewer of it, you know. And, mm. What did your dad think then? He just kind of doesn't. Yeah, he just is just like very um, how do I say it? Empty about it. Doesn't have a feeling. It's like, oh, I just like whatever. Doesn't. So good on you, mate. You, you're going well. No, he's like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. Keep going. Is that hurtful or painful for you? Uh, um, I guess over the years I've kind of developed a tolerance to what people think. So, um, you know, even prior to this, when I was on Instagram, I was always, you know, someone that was seen out all the time or people just get, people get pissed off of you because you stand in a photo and look like you're showing off. It's not that you look like you're showing off. We're just, that's the photo, you know, like I'm, I'm posing. What else am I going to do? Look like an idiot. You know what I mean? Obviously I want to try and portray myself as best as I can. And when you're taking a selfie and flexing and stuff like that, you know, you do it, but these days there's a lot of people that lift you up. There's also a lot of people that lift you, pull you down. So the thing is, um, yeah. So what I done was I, um, I was kind of ever used to. I was, I was, I became very tolerant to like, just um, you know, getting a bit of slack. So then when they done it, when my dad's, uh, you know, had no emotion to it, he kind of said, "Why are you doing it? Why do you need to do it?" And I said, "It's an opportunity." You tell me what other opportunity I'm going to get now, not saying I'm too old, but, you know, being at my age, I'm going to go back and study. I've got to study as an apprentice. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go back and start on 600. Well, I don't know what it is now, but I don't want to be on $600 a week slaving away and getting the, getting told to do all the dirty work so I can build up to be a, you know, a, a tradie or something. Mm-hmm. So people come to me and they go, why are you going to do something else? I go, tell me what you want me to do. That's going to make me what I'm making. Now, tell me what I'm going to do. That's going to make me what I'm making. That's going to let me only work a certain amount of hours every week. And I'll, then I'll consider it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You sound like a sensitive guy. You know, you are quite aware of your feelings and when people yeah, I'm very vocal. are talking, yeah, and talking shit or, or, you know, that stuff, you said it does hit a nerve. So it feels mm. like as much as this is a passionate career for you that you're really mm-hmm. succeeding in, there has mm-hmm. had to be a bit of a trade-off for yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Of course. High money, high risk. Yeah. And it's not the risk of anything happening to you. Well, there is a risk of things happening to you. There's a lot of risks in what I do. But it's a risk of losing your, I guess, what you see as credibility. That one person sees as credibility. But Mm. to others, I'm still a credible person doing what I do because I like what I do. And I think And you're good at it. Yeah. Good at it. Yeah. Well, you know, good at it. But it's, it's also that 
Like, I'm not afraid to put my face out. That's the problem. There's a lot of guys that want to do it, but they want to be the, um, their dick to be the prop, but they don't want to show themselves. And girls don't want that now. Like, yeah, yeah, you can do a POV scene, which is point of view scene, but the audience now is developing now, saying, I want to see the whole body, the whole person's body, their face and everything. Course, you know, course. and that's why now a lot of guys are going. Oh, I'm, you know what? I think I'm going to do OnlyFans as well, and I'm just going to go and fuck all these girls for free. And you get these guys come in. They call them stunt cocks. They'll come in. They'll go and sleep with all these escorts or whatever that 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 do OnlyFans because it's, a lot of escorts do OnlyFans. And yeah, they wanted to um, have sex on camera. And then a lot of guys would be like, Oh, well, hang on. How can I get a free route? I'll just say to them that I've got OnlyFans. Set up a user profile, Gross. but I can't. I don't want my face on it, and I, I don't even know how to use it. <laughs> I just want to get filmed. Yes, there's all of this great stuff, flexibility for the kids, and you're your own boss, and having sex with beautiful women, and mm-hmm. the money. What would you say is the hard stuff? Like, is finding a meaningful relationship important to you, and is that difficult? Yeah, you know, like I, I would say, you know what, I would probably say it's as difficult as the next person, to be honest, because you know what it is these days? I'm realizing it is hard with what I do because it does get brought up. And whether or not people look at me as a serious thing or let's just go and, you know, have something with him because we get a good fuck or whatever <laughs> out of it, mm. I, I don't know. And but But isn't that? what's going on anyway in the dating scene. I mean, aren't that's what you got Tinder for, right? Tinder's like, mm. I want to meet up, have sex and tell you to piss off. Like it's, it's probably as hard as the next thing, but it's, it is a bit more harder for me when things start to develop. The feelings because, come in and they get a bit yeah, jealous. Exactly. Or... Cause then the question will come up. How long do you see yourself doing this for? And as soon as that comes up, you know that they're saying, <laughs> look, if we're going to continue doing this, yeah. when are you thinking of stopping? Because is it one of the first things that you say when you, like, say this girl doesn't know what you do. She meets you at the gym. She's like, oh, you're really cute. Do you want to have coffee? She doesn't know you, doesn't know what you do. Is it one of the first things you would say? I don't go to them and say, oh, but I just got to tell you something. This is what I do. What I do is I get them to go onto my Instagram and follow me. And they'll get the idea when they see my Instagram. That's and it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. So but that is, is your kind of vetting program. Well, that's my way of saying. Yeah, a lot of the time, I'm, I'm engaging with with girls via Instagram anyway. That's the how I meet. Pretty much how I meet girls is either via Instagram. Um, I've you know, gone on Tinder. Eh, doesn't really do much to be honest. It's not mm. nothing happens on there. Um, do you have a type me, like, though? I do. You have a type of girl? Um, yes. Like I have a. I'm very big on energy, so mm-hmm. you could be blonde, brunette, dark skin, light skinned. I've I've been with a lot of you know different variations, but the thing is, it's more about the energy and sensuality as well. I'm a very sensual, sexual person, so I love a female that just becomes irresistible. Like you're around her, and you just you couldn't be close enough to her. And does that come with energy or is there a way women can be irresistible? Because I'm thinking all the listeners right now are going, how do I become irresistible? irresistible? I think it's just, you know what it is? I think what makes uh, someone irresistible to me is effort. It's the effort to just, I don't know, just give you affection, to try and 
tantalize you or tease you or be flirtatious, suggestive, you know, give uh, and, and obviously receive. Um, but, you know, like thinking of me, like, oh, what, what are you doing? What are you doing today? Or like not, not reading a message and, and, and not replying. I mean, it seems to be the most common thing that happens as you write to someone. And now with all these, you know, apps and all that, we can see when someone reads our message. And doesn't and respond. You, you, well, yeah, it takes five hours to respond. Sorry, I was watching a movie. So if I'm a priority to you, pause and reply. Have you had uh, or dated women in the industry that are uh, porn stars or sex workers as well? Yes, as sex worker, or strippers, uh, waitresses. Yeah, yes. Uh, and how's mm-hmm. that? How does that dynamic go? Um, are you okay with them sleeping with men? Not on a, you mean for money? Yeah, for work. I would say, look, considering what I do, I don't have a right to tell them no. Um, so I don't not like what they do. I embrace what they do. I just feel like sometimes maybe I want someone that is not in my world. Because the thing is, when work starts to become with someone like, we're both doing the same thing. It's all you can't, it's, you just got it around you so much. And it, it's a very exhausting industry. Like the amount of energy that comes out of it, you know, the way that you're seen and it's just always sharing partners, partners, partners. I would much probably prefer someone. And this is my personal preference. It's not that I don't like what they do. I love what we do. Um, in fact, I would probably be at the top of the hierarchy in terms of exposure and sex. You've got porn star, Escort, stripper, waitress. That's I. I think that's how you would probably see it in in the ranking of like the people in the sex industry. So I don't. I, I love what what I do. I love people that work in what I do. But for me, mm. I probably want someone that you know maybe is more got her own business, um, or um, that that's not in the the sex industry. That's we're, we're talking about other things other than that. You know, how was your day? Oh, I made content. Weren't you? Yeah, I had, you know, I went, went to see a client and we had sex with you. I was like, let's talk about, you know what I mean? Other stuff. But it kind of sounds a bit hypocritical, right? It does. Yeah, of course. I, I, I get It that, sounds like you all... want to do your work, yeah. but she should have a civilian job. No, it's not. I'm not saying. I, I would never stop anyone doing what they want to do. If I love someone... And they really wanted to do it, I wouldn't stop them. I'd still love them and I'd still be there. It's just saying what I'd what I'd prefer. At the end of the day, love conquers all. So, you know, I'm not gonna say no to it. Um, but I wouldn't go look for it, is what I'm saying. I wouldn't personally go look within my industry and say, Okay, who can I go and date right. there? I, I don't mind seeing someone like that, but maybe I don't know. I guess it's one of those things that I'm not like kind of fishing in that area, but if if someone came along and I was just completely infatuated with them, and I just knew that they were my person. I, I, what can I say? You'll just go with it. I'll just go with it. At the end of the day, I get them. I get them in ways that other people don't. You know what I mean? And I don't mean sexually. I get them in no, emotional in their ways. mind. Yes, I, I mm. hear you. What mm. if um, I want to move back to the sex now? The videos. Lots of different women, lots of different bodies, lots of different types. Definitely like a, a type of girl, like a quite a glamorous younger woman. Do you go outside of that realm and do like kind of um, niche kinks, like 
older women or foot stuff or no. you just no. keep it quite classic? Yeah, I keep it to my look and uh-huh. I don't need to branch out too much. I'm not trying to. I'm just, I'm like sticking to what I what, what I, you know I guess and what you're good at. What I know, but also what I enjoy as well because mm. um, I don't want to just go and compromise what I like just because I want to make more money. What's your parameters? Like do you do like golden showers? Is it just straight sex pretty much? Yeah, oral, you know, it's it's oral sex, straight sex. Like, you know, I, I do like multiple girls. Like the other day I've done me and three girls, so I'll force them. Mm-hmm. Um, You've done a guy have... and a girl? I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Like, two, a like a couple, like a foursome. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, that, threesome. Um, yeah. and they're having another dude in the room, is that also, does that feel foreign or comfortable? No, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm all right. I, I mean, he's I, not I, touching I, you and stuff. He's just touching no, women. No, that's right. Yeah, so she'll be, you know, giving him head while I'm having sex with her, or you know, stuff oh, like I that. Get but it. we don't, we don't, we don't both go down on her together and, and kiss each other. You know, we don't okay. both put it inside. You can do double penetration, but I don't, I don't, I just stick to keeping it classic. You know, seeing a, a really nice looking girl with two guys, and then we're just, you know, really like treating her, treating her. You know, and then. Yeah. Do you kiss? The girl? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kiss. And it's sometimes it's funny because I've like kissed the girl and realised she just sucked his dick. I'm like, oh, God, I just fucking sucked. I just kissed his dick. Shut <laughs> <laughs> down. I don't know. Because I'm a kisser by nature, you know. By nature, I love to kiss. And how do you keep things safe? Because I don't know when I was looking at the Twitter, I couldn't see condoms. Yep, we get tested. Some of them I'll do um, sex if I know and see that they've been tested and I've been tested. So we're both tested. I've got my test results, which I do very often, mm-hmm. um, every like two to three weeks. Um, and then um, and then obviously then there's girls that I wear condoms with um, just because if they don't have the tests or, or you know, I still want you to be tested and be okay, but sometimes just prefer just not to. No, some girls want to keep that sacred for their uh-huh, partner. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. yeah. So do you deal with like girls that are having their periods? Because we've spoken yes. to other sex workers about using sponges and things like that. Yes. Is that mm-hmm. something that they're open Very common. with you? Yeah. Like, oh, Chris, today I'm on my period, just letting give yeah. me the heads up. Yeah, I'll, like I'll go, I'll, I'll, you know, go to have sex with a girl. And she'll be like, look, I've got a sponge up. Just don't go too hard because I don't want you to ram it all the way in me. Yeah, um, right. Because I'm, sh- I'm not the shortest down there so <laughs> i've got a bit of, i've got a bit of length a little bit of length but they just don't want me to go too hard because the harder i go then it just pushes it right in there but you have no issues with having sex with a girl on her period as long as there's not blood all over me i'm fine but if there's blood yeah i don't i don't really like that that's not my thing okay. um and... i've always been a bit like Ugh, when it comes to that but some girls have got their period while you're doing it and they just oh. didn't, they can't help it yeah i've had to wipe blood as i'm having sex because so that's like quite it. risky as well, right? Like all bodily fluids are quite risky. But um, that's protected. Um, like okay. when you're doing, I mean, I'm, I've, I was protected when that only happened to me. I think it's happened to me like two or three times, but I've been protected. Because how many girls, like on on average, are you are you filming with a week? Oh, not that many. I'm backed up. I've got a lot of scenes backed up. Maybe at the moment, maybe two to three a week. Um, that's if I'm not 
doing multiple girls at once. I prefer to do one day a week with multiple girls. Actually, no, it's hard doing that. This is the problem is because you won't come in every scene. Yeah, like can you come multiple times if you're doing back-to-back scenes with different girls? Some days. Some days, yes, some days, no. Depending if we're going to be together for the day. So, for instance, if we if we all start to to meet up, whatever. So, I would what I used to do is I'd I'd get a room and a nice I get a nice hotel room, and I'd book it for like three days, two to three days, and I'd invite all a whole lot of girls to come. So, over the over the course of two or three days, I'd have like ten to twelve girls come through, and what we do is they'll come in, and then we'll have four will come at once, three will come at once, let's say. Um, and I'll just go, right, one-on-one, I'm doing a scene with you, and then I'm going to do a scene with you, and then I'm going to do a threesome with you both. So you, we all get, I get three scenes, they'll get two scenes, then they'll do a girl-on-girl, so they'll all get three scenes as well. So we all get, we all get like three videos to walk away with. So over the course of like, example, two or three days, if you're doing that and you make, you know, 10 to 15 scenes, and you're releasing, you know, some people only release one scene a week. But if you're releasing, let's say, two scenes a week, you've pretty much just done one month's work mm. in, in, a, in, a, in one day. Do you ever pay women that you want to work with to do a scene? No, but I'm open to do it. I would pay if it was someone that I felt that I really wanted to, to work with. But no. Um, so generally, generally it's a collaboration. It's like, hey, Susie... Chris, let's work together. We won't pay each other. We'll just share the content. Pretty much, yeah. Like, so do you share the costs of the hotel room and the videographer and the editing? Um, yes. All of it? Yeah. Yes, pretty much. Sometimes the girls are good, like we're good mates, so she'll be like, oh, I'll get this one. So she'll go, Chris, I'm getting a room. Want to come do some scenes? I'll be like, yeah, no worries, I'll come. So I'll just go by and then we'll just do it ourselves. Or, you know, I'm going to get this videographer. Yeah, no worries, I'll give you half. Which will say I already paid him, so just give me half. So I just go and give. And what does that what does that cost cost you? Like a day's worth of scenes. I know that's varied. Yeah, they generally, you know, every every um, I guess videographer. But let's say if we want to look at just me doing it, like I done that time, I I booked it for two three days. I did not have one videographer come. I done everything myself, and they were some of the highest selling scenes that I've ever done. Some of my TikToks, they're actually the start of a scene. So you'll start the, the t- there's a few TikToks there. One that's pinned at the top on my page, um, but I put music over it. But that's the start of the scene where the videographer was recording at that time. But he comes in the door and I'm laying in bed with two girls, and then one of them wakes up and looks over to the other and looks at me and goes shh, and then she starts to give me oral sex. Then the other one wakes up and goes, "What the hell are you guys doing?" You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. she jumps in and it's a threesome. But that the leading to that where we're laying in bed and she looks at me and goes, shh, like that, then I cut it. And that goes on TikTok because that's PG. Yeah. Obviously, and then the rest of it is continues on. What about the underside, like the uglier side of the sex industry and drugs and things? Is there is there a lot of drugs? Are there drugs in the room? I mean... You can no. tell me, you don't need to tell me, but like, no, be does it get messy? Yeah. No, not at all. It's got nothing. You can't have drugs in sex because certain drugs don't make you work down there. So, you know, we all, like I take Cialis or 
Canagro, Viagra, whatever, I've taken that just to get through the scenes because, you know, once you come as a guy, it's hard to keep it up mm-hmm. and we need to keep working. So um, I've, I do take that. But in terms of like, you know, sometimes you'll have a few drinks at the end of, at the end of work or we'll all go out for dinner. And then we, we go out for dinner and we go and party. That's got nothing to do with work. That's personal. That's sure, what but in the room, is it does. like, nah. is, you know, lots of no cocaine way. and nah. champagne <laughs> and... Cocaine is a downer. So cocaine uh, won't make you hard. You know, you're coke thick. And then you've got women, they, they can't get, they can't orgasm and they can't get wet. So, okay. you know, it's just not a very... So it's a cock block. Yeah, got it. Don't get me wrong, like it's it's great, you know. You rack up, you know. You see in the movies, racking up and sex parties, and I'm like, shit. They must be taking a shitload of Viagra to combat their coke. <laughs> like, it's, you know, those movies are coke parties and sex. It's like, yeah. no, there's a coke party. There's no sex. It's an like, illusion. Yes. So, look, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I've had sex and I've been so into, I've had coke and I've been so into a girl that I've had sex with her even on coke. But I definitely am not bringing that into a time where some of the girls I haven't even met before, and like, you know, like, or there's someone recording me and what already that's going to make me overthink and then yeah. co- Coke on top of that. Plus not just that there heart racing and sex, you know, is, is a pretty, you know, um, intense workout in some cases. So I just, yeah, I don't want to be on camera and have a heart attack, but no, wow. it doesn't, it's not like it, look drinks. Yes. You know, sometimes, you know, if we've got a if we got a content day for a few days, you know, we'll have some drinks there, but they're at night, not during the day. I'm not a day I mean, I'm a day drinker when I go to like an event. Yeah. But right. I don't sit at home during the day and drink. I don't even if I'm at my pool and it's a hot day, I don't even have a, a drink. I, I don't it's just not my thing. What if a woman is watching your movies? And has been a big fan for a long time and reaches out and goes, Hey, Chris, how much for a night with you or how much for an hour with you? Will you ever have sex with a civilian? No, I'm not an, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not an escort. Um, it's, I mean, look, it's, it's appealing to me. Um, but right now, um, it's not something that I'm interested in at the moment. Mm-hmm. So has um, that happened? Has anyone offered you money? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've been offered by a few people. I've been offered more by gays, um, mm. or gay gay men to come and like you know, can they touch me or can they do stuff to me for a couple of thousand dollars? And it's you know for an hour or whatever. I'm like, eh, no, um, I don't. No, I, like I said, I've got to draw the line somewhere for mm. myself. I, I don't get me wrong. If there's guys that do it and escorting, I. I love this. I know if you go on, I love them all. They're fine. I love, you know, I've got no, just right now. That's not what I'm going to say. Would I consider it? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe like it's, I, th- I think it's, um, I think it's, you know, just another way of making money in my own industry. So, but right now, I guess it's probably because it's just, it would feel more like work for me. Cause I've got to get prepared. I've got to get to know the person. I've got to, because it's male escorting, it's not just coming and fuck me. Like a female just generally wants a man that can go there and you know, connect, make us feel like, yeah, yeah, make us feel beautiful. I don't know if I'm ready to go. When I do porn, there's not much of a connection, and we don't need to mentally and emotionally invest into everyone. So can we just go through that then? Like Susie comes mm-hmm. through the door. Say you haven't mm-hmm. met her before. Is it just like, hey, Susie, nice to meet you. This is what I'm thinking today. There's, it's like yep. cut to the chase. Let's get to the sex. Let's do the job. 
Yeah, I've even had to tell girls, like, because some girls, like, will do, like, a threesome or foursome, and one of the girls will be make, will be friends with one of the other girls, and they're just giggling while we're all having sex. They're like, man, okay, guys, not now, just do it later. Or turn your right. face around so the camera can see you. Like, you know, like, one girl will be like, oh, my God, he said, oh, I can't wait to, like, have something to eat later. And we're like, no, no, it's not like that, Dad, actually. Like, we all get into it, don't get me wrong, but, like, we'll have That's a threesome. That's not good, then, Chris. If you're doing no, your job and they're thinking about lunch. Uh, it's because in bet- no, it's in between like when I'm putting condoms on because so when you go between girls, you got to change your condom for each girl. Oh. Okay, so you can't just go have sex with her and then sex with her after and then sex with her. You're tra- you're passing on whatever she's got Things. into her and yeah. into her potentially. So I got to take the I got to sometimes or sometimes when we're doing it, we got to go. Okay, stop. Like I'll give you an example when we're doing it and then the girls will be like, she'll be live from the side. She'll go. She'll go, um, and she'll just start to crack up. Like, I've had some girls, they just laugh because it's just what they do. They just laugh when you're having sex. When you've got three girls all kissing each other and they don't know where to go, one girl's going, where do I go now? Do I go? Yeah. And I have to say, yeah, go your head down there. That's pretty, yeah. And then and then you go to put a condom on and you say to the videographer, just give me a second or whatever. And they just start chit-chatting. Yeah, one of the girls is really, like, gets really wet, so you quickly, you got to wipe it yourself down before you go into the next girl. And in between, they're like, so, yeah, oh, it's just, yeah, it's funny. But like, I, I love thought, that oh, nail polish women's... colour, blah, 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 and you're like, yeah, okay, I, I let's bring it back, let's bad. bring it back. Okay. Look, my, my, and I, you know, girls that I work with, I love to make them feel really comfortable. For me, coming from a sales background, this is what not. This is the way that I like to work, and it's just how I am. I I have a lot of respect for women that give themselves up on camera, because they're putting themselves out there, mm. and they're trusting me to do that that with. So I respect that a lot. And coming from a sales background, when I when I work with a girl, sometimes they'll they'll come in, and we'll get it done and move on. Some of the girls will go out for dinner later, or they like. I believe in building rapport. And if you want to continue to work with them, you've got to have some sort of friendship. Like, going, I'm not going out to take them to dinner to one and dine and so I can take them home and fuck them. I've done that. That's that, mm. The sex is done. I'm, I just want to, like, I like to hang out with them and so we can be friends as well because I think it's really important. I don't want to be seen as a, a machine. So how do they then read the room? So say a girl has a crush on you. She's reached out to you to have a scene. You're trying to make her comfortable. She's warming up to you. Does it turn in, like, is there ever a grey area where it's like, oh, we actually, there's a bit of something here? Yeah, and I've, I've pursued that a few times before. Like how do you know that that's just not desire and it's actually connection? How do you know the difference how do you know that well, you're just going to be very clear? You know what I, you know, tell them, you know what I do, right? Like I, I'm, if I'm single, like I'm allowed to pursue whatever I want with whoever I want. So if I, if a girl comes in and I've never met her before and she wants to do only fans and she wants to do a scene and she comes in and we just kick it off and we're just laughing and, and we, we, we have sex and it's good sex. You know, you're kissing. I can feel that she's kissing me back. You know, some of the girls that I do work with, they come, and a lot of girls, it's known, you know, that you fake come, you know, but a lot of, a lot of the girls, like ones that I've made with, they actually come on camera, and I'll say, did you come? And they'll get your idea. Like, I actually did come. Like, I fucking wow. love that. Wow. Yeah. And you just, yeah, and then you'll you'll do another scene with them, and then sometimes then you'll be like, do you want to hang around? And I'll ring, and then you'll go to dinner, you come back, you have sex off camera as well. 
if, if you like them, mm. you know, if you like them, it's just like, it's not really forbidden because I run my own business. I can do what I want, but it's, it's like you meet someone at work. You yeah, know, right. if, if two co-workers meet, yes, you're not supposed to do anything at work because you don't want to get caught at work. But if you guys go out for dinner outside of work and all of a sudden fall in love with each other, you know, and, and make babies and have a family, is that mm-hmm. bad? You're not allowed to do that? Because actually, because I've only got one more question for you after this one. I mm-hmm. did see you worked with a, a couple that are married. Mm-hmm. For them, that's a it's a business for them. And they understand how lucrative it is for them for each to of them. do it mm. because that's so taboo. Mm. So you're now going into a market that will pay nearly anything, you know, they'll pay, they'll pay whatever they to see and the fantasy couple. of seeing a guy and his wife and having sex with another guy. Mm. And that guy having sex with his wife, that's a whole different yeah, niche. I've done it with, you know, them, I've done it with an engaged couple as well. Um, mm-hmm. They just, they both are very open sexually. Sometimes the guy enjoys watching his wife being pleasured. Mm, that's a big thing. I know we've had swingers and we've done a lot of this stuff on the show where it's a, it's a, a big turn on for a lot of people to watch their partner with someone else. Yes, they love it. Yeah, I've met a few people, obviously in what I do, I've met a number of people that, you know, the guys enjoy watching their their um, partner um be, you know, as long as it stops there, like that's where they make it clear. Like outside of here, there's no communication between each other, mm. like it's so, individually. It's just so interesting and I just, I really do appreciate you sharing your world with us today and I feel like we could have spoken for another three hours about it because you are yeah, so, so, much so open. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you, it's a final question that all of our guests get asked on the show, this is our last question of the day, is, Chris, who are you when no one's watching? Who am I when no one's watching? Well, wow, I'm, I guess I'm a very passionate person. Um, I, I'm very creative as well. Um, I, I could say I'm an extrovert in terms of, like, I love being out and around people. I love going out to like, you know, um, I, I go to nightclubs a lot only because I love music. And I grew up with my father being an entertainer. I grew up in clubs. So from such a young age, I was always at clubs, you know, on within the weekend with my dad. My grandfather was a manager of, of clubs and hotels. So for me, I've always been in it. It just feels like home for me. And not home, but it just that's my space. I love it. And I get criticized because people say, oh, you're so old and you're still going out. It's like, I'm not dead. Like I'm still alive. I'm still allowed to enjoy things. Just because I'm too old or what, I can't go for a, go and train at gym or something. Like I watch guys that you're not supposed to train at gym. They're still training at gym, and you know, like that's what I like to do. So yeah, I love to go out. I love socialising. I love being around people. But then I really, really love my downtime. Like I yeah. love sometimes laying in bed all day, or I love going to the beach. I love the ocean so much. Like I, I, I go, I go to the beach in the morning and swim. Um, I love training. Uh, I've been a bit slack, I must say, with my training recently. But It doesn't look like it, Chris. You can have some time uh, off. For myself, I feel like I could be way better. But I have a plan and I always follow the plan. Um, And also, um, yeah, and other than that, I also just would love to have someone to share a lot more of that stuff with as well, you know? Yeah. 
Well, I hope that for you as well. And you'll find Thank her. you. Oh, now, yeah, it's one thing that in time when it comes, it comes. And um, But I'm very grateful for everything I have at the moment. And also, you know, spending time with family is very important to me. But, yeah, um, when it comes, it comes, yeah. Thank you so much for being on the no team problem. today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you reaching out to me and, and having this um, talk. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Deep. If it's left you with any burning questions for me or our guests, please hit us up by direct message on Instagram at What's The Deep. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe here. Change is coming to the deep. I want to welcome you to Arise. It's uplifting. It's quirky. It's curious. It's all about the mindset and self-discovery to be more helpful and of service. During 16 of the Deep, you will hear some of these episodes, and I'd love to hear what you think of them over on our Instagram at What's the Deep.